Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Elaine Park, another change maker, change inspirer. There are a series of podcasts with Elaine from the prior year, 2022. And today we link up once again to recap in part, but really Elaine's commitment is to help us build habits that will help us be our best selves. And in so doing, be that instrument of change for good and for unity in the world. Elaine is the author of the book, The Habits of Unity, 12 Months to a Stronger America, One Citizen at a Time. It's great to have the opportunity to view the new year and consider how, in creating a daily habit, we can actually accomplish staying committed to the proverbial New Year's resolution. Elaine Park, how wonderful to greet you today. Happy New Year 2023. Happy New Year to you, Kate. Isn't this exciting? We're heading into a whole new year and a whole new uh, 365 days. Yes. <laughs> try to make our lives a little better and and uplift our lives. And I'm wondering how many of your listeners today have made their New Year's resolutions or are planning to. And, um, of course, the 12 Habits. Well, I, I actually had to prepare for a lecture I did a few weeks ago, Kate, and wound up doing some statistics about New Year's resolutions for anyone that's interested. And I found out that according, you know, research has shown that while 80-90% of the people who make New Year's resolutions keep them for the first month or so, fewer than fewer than 19% actually are able to keep their resolutions the whole year. And I kind of chuckled when I thought about that because the 12 habits are a way to make not New Year's resolutions, but a new month resolution. So every month you make a new resolution. January's habit for, for, the, for the month of January is to help others. And then you wake up each morning and... Yeah, either with my book, The 12 Habits of Unity, or on your own, because you know that the month of January, you made a resolution to help others more that month. And so you wake every morning with that thought in your mind, and hopefully during the month of January, um, you've done that. And then in February, you get a chance to make a new resolution, and, and on and on through the year, which is why people who start the 12 monthly habits um, and the daily inspirations are actually more likely to keep up with improving themselves along those lines than people that just make one resolution and hope it to last all year. Yes, it gives us a sense of adventure in a way. You know, every day we open up the book or we can go to the website if that's more convenient yes. at the moment. But the book is so handy to just either have on our nightstand or have by our favorite chair in our living room, just to have it nearby because the habits of unity, as it says at the beginning of the book, it's 365 habit building motivationals that happen one month at a time. So you've taken so much of the uh, challenge out of like, oh, no, I, you know, I need to do this again in terms of whatever resolution. Here, it, there's just kind of this freshness. Each day, there's a little different focus. And uh, it makes it, I think, very exciting and inspiring as well. Well, you know, Aristotle said, we are what we repeatedly do. 
Therefore, excellence is not an art, but a habit. I mean, think about that. We could be people who are great readers and intelligentsias and knowledgeable about a whole lot. But if we don't put it into practice, if we don't make habits out of the lessons that we learn about behaviors that make us happier in life, then, you know, our life isn't really changed by all that knowledge. It's not the knowledge that changes us. It's putting the knowledge into reforming and reshaping our lives through creating habits that creates an excellent life. Exactly. And that's what I really love about the Habits of Unity is it allows us with a little different focus or, you know, it's, it's kind of all variations on a theme, a theme of helping others, of wanting to be that source of good in the world. But we are inspired by so many quotes here and little bits of humor, little jokes, which are good for the soul and for the heart as well. And that's what makes it rather than tedious I've made a New Year's resolution, but only one in five of us will keep with those. This, again, is taking all of that kind of angst away. It will help us stay committed to being the best we can be this year. Absolutely. You know, I've often said when I've lectured at schools and various places over the years that the negative things in life are overwhelming, but the positive things are so fragmented. Nothing we come in touch with with a wonderful good story of kindness and goodness here or there or whatever. But the stories or the, the points of, of the stories are so fragmented that they don't get any traction. They're not enough to help us actually reshape who we are and build new habits. As I've said at the beginning of the book, all you need to do is go to Amazon and in their book section, put in the books, the word habit, and you'll find that there are probably 25 books about habits. They are books about habits. The difference between those books and the Habits of Unity is that this is actually a habit-forming book. This book actually doesn't just tell you the five or 12 or actually one of my, one of my, one of my favorites is called 101 Habits to Lead a Simpler Life. I mean, <laughs> to me, that's just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. 101 ways to be simple? I don't think so. <laughs> but anyway, that's a bit much. But point being, you know, this book actually gives you a minute a day reading. And even though every day is a little bit different insight in January on helping others, it's giving you a little different way of looking at it. But all during the month of January, all the little readings are about helping others. And therefore, by the end of the month, You've helped build being aware and helping others more into your daily life. You know, speaking of how overwhelming the negative is and the fragmented, the positive, there's an old Cherokee legend that's one of my very favorites. And it's about an old Cherokee grandfather who's telling his grandson about the fact that we all have two wolves inside of us that are fighting for control of our lives. And the wolf of good and the wolf of fear. And so as the grandfather is explaining this to the grandson, the little grandson finally says to his grandfather, well, grandpa, which wolf wins? And the grandfather said, it's the wolf you feed. So for 2023, as all of us are sitting here on this New Year's Day, having had our 
celebrations of the new year last night and so forth, you know, we have to ask ourselves, which wolf do we want to feed in 2023? Do we want to be part of the solution that we need in this country to bring down the, the temperature of the divisiveness and the hate and the rage? Do we want to think in January about helping others? I mean, every one of us probably runs across a minimum of six to eight little minute or two situations in the course of a day where we can choose to help someone. If you drive a car, you know, you can choose to let someone in. If you're entering the grocery store, you can choose to open the door for someone. If you see someone that looks kind of grim in a checkout line, you can, you know, you can turn and smile to them. You know, there's just so many ways to help others that don't cost money. And one of the reasons that we chose Help Others in January is because there was so much of a giving spirit in December because of the holidays. So really, the, you know, the people who are in need, the agencies that serve those in need, they are literally overwhelmed with, with money and, and gifts and everything for the people that need in December. But the problem is, in January, that all just disappears. It vanishes. And we're in the winter months, the long days of dark. And that's why, statistically, there are more suicides in January than any other month. So that's why January was chosen as the month to help others, which really, Kate, is really a matter of being aware. You know, getting up in the morning and saying, you know, I want to be an instrument of IP, if anybody knows St. Francis Square, and just getting up in the morning and going through your day, because really all you need to do is notice. I mean, if you don't see a person that's having trouble opening a door, or if you don't see a piece of litter in your path that would be just so easy for you to pick up and put in a garbage can nearby. If you're not aware of the little things that you could do to make life better for the next person to come along behind you, then of course you're not going to do it. So I think helping others is really a matter of being aware. I mean, you can do more than that. You can decide to volunteer. You can become part of a group that, that makes mittens or whatever. I mean, it just, I'm sure in everyone's own community, there are hundreds of ways that you can help others in, in a much more dramatic way. But there are also the simple ways that occur in everyone's life every day. We all come across a moment or two where we can choose to help someone else in a tiny way. Exactly. And you share, the book shares, in, in the Habits of Unity, so many different quotes. And in January, we do come across one from Leonard Nimoy, who says, the more we share, the more we have. And it is so interesting how that plays out. It plays out emotionally, for sure. When we share good feelings, we all of a sudden feel so much better, brighter. But also, when we give of what we have, whether it be in terms of uh, monetary funds to a food bank, whether we give physical items in terms of people who might need a warm coat or we go through our closets and and take out the good things and, and donate them, all of a sudden we realize, I still have so much that it's amazing. It's just one of those laws of the universe that what we give, we just seem to have more in our life. Well, I think you're making a point, and so does Leonard Nimoy, about how 
you know, when you give, actually, you're the receiver as well. And as you may recall from some of our very early conversations, you know, that's the story of my own personal life. You know, I was very badly abused as a child, physically and verbally, and I don't know that I have any recollection of a kind word ever being said to me by my parents in my home. So when I was 11, you know, neighbors are a neighbor who was aware, as I just said, okay, uh, I've just explained, you know, part of helping others and being, and being an instrument of good in the world is just being aware. So a neighbor was clearly aware of the dynamics in my home. And so when I was 11, the neighbor invited me and took me down to the Red Cross in town and introduced me to one of the leaders there. And I wound up becoming a junior Red Cross volunteer. I had a little badge. A little, I still have it, Kate, believe it or not. <laughs> Lovely. And all of a sudden, Kate, people started saying good things to me. People would say thank you and compliment me on whatever I had done. I think I, I they had a big swimming pool, and I think one of the first volunteer jobs I did, I was a spotter in the swimming pool. And I was 11, and people were thanking me, and it became the first kind word that had ever been spoken to me in my life, pretty much. And so in the years, ensuing years, where I you know, made sure that I volunteered ever since, and you know, no matter what I was doing, no matter what my career was, even when I was in corporate America, I always volunteered. But no matter what I was doing, I always would leave a volunteer situation saying to myself, I certainly hope who it is I was trying to help got half as much and got half as good out of the time that I invested in helping them as I did because it's always, always done more for me than, than it has for whoever I've been helping. At least that's how I feel about it. And I think that that's true for all of us. But even if we were going to be a negative Nelly, so to speak, and think that <laughs> that's... You're, 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 getting, you're getting a protest from everybody named Nellie. <laughs> <Be careful. laughs> okay, if we're just going to kind of just be skeptical, how about that? If okay, we're going to... <laughs> and, the, and see, that is good. We can laugh about it, and that's good medicine. But, you know, if we are going to doubt that, why not put it into action and just test it and realize... Right what a surprise is going to be awaiting us in a day or a week or something or give it give it a month a month of habits is it really is so little to ask for 30 days and really they say that 28 days makes a habit so how about right. that if we were to just take one of these like helping others in the month of January and see how that then transports us transforms us during this year and and what we're like at the end of 2023. We've been talking about the book, but everything that there's, of course, a whole lot more in the book, but all the monthly habits are of the habits of unity are on the website. And, you know, anybody can just go to the website and then just to be sure your audience re- remembers the website is 12 habits for all of us. And the 12 and the four are both numbers. So it's the number 12 habit, the number four, all of us.org. On the menu, there's a section called resources and downloads. And you can go onto that and you can find 
like a bookmark, a flash. So you can download a bookmark for January that says help others. You can download a flyer or download a little poster or something to use. If you decide to be part of the 20% that makes your one New Year's resolution last all year, and you decide you're going to go for monthly resolutions with the 12 Habits of Unity plan, then you can go on the website at 12habitsforallofus.org and download a bookmark, let's say, for each of the month, for the for January, and then do it again in February. And you'll have something physically to remind you of what the habits are. Yes. It, so, you've made it so simple for us, really. Yes. Yes. As I said, this is not a book about habits. This is a habit-forming book. <laughs> and there's a big difference. Yes. You remember <laughs> one of the earliest habit books of a man named, I think, Stephen Covey, The Habits of Highly Successful People or something. It was a huge hit. But really, it was just a list of seven things. Because his book didn't, didn't use a strategy like, half-day, one-minute reminders to turn the readers. The reader may say, oh, those seven things are really great, and yes, those seven things are really going to make you more successful, but the book doesn't actually give you a half a minute a day focusing on that habit so that you actually really made those into habits. And that's the difference between this book and any of the other books on habits. January 2, reading through the month, because it's always fun, it's not a long read, and it's perfectly fine to skip ahead and take a look at what's in store. So when I look at the entire month, there's another aspect of it that really goes hand in hand with helping others, and that is the word kindness. That kindness... absolutely. And... There is a favorite quote I have. I don't know if it necessarily comes up in the book, but because this is something I heard long ago, and it's actually a piece of Buddhist wisdom that says, life is so very hard. How can we be anything but kind? And that's something that I hold close, and it'll kind of just pop up into my mind at varying times. And Really, I think just as the book becomes part of our cellular construction, this quote does that for me too, is it just becomes my nature to aim to be kind. And that's what the world is in dire need of. Very much so. And one of my theories behind the book, because I do think the 12 habits are what I call organic, an organic path to kindness, meaning that January is help others, July is become involved. So both of those are very clearly about helping others in one way or the other. You know, do your best, be patient and listen, be positive. Some of the others don't appear to be directed kindness. But because we're all whole people and people that are, you know, down and out, they need to be uplifted and be more positive. People that are in a constant state of conflict, they need to have some reminders to get out of those conflicts. So I feel that even though January is help others and and July is become involved, and those are directly about helping others, really developing gratitude and patience and positive attitudes and resolving conflicts and becoming empowered with self-esteem. These are the habits of the other month. That it makes the 12 habits pass the kindness sort of more holistic 
and wholesome in that it helps us with all the qualities that make life happier. Absolutely. And to look at what happens if we choose not to embrace that, here's a quote from Bob Hope, who we know is a comedian, but this is very, very serious on his part. He says, if you haven't any charity in your heart, you have the worst kind of heart trouble. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? And that is not just uh, his a quote, and that's not just something glib. I do believe that people are medically, scientifically, they have found that people who really are negative and bitter and, uh, you know, have a lot of negative characteristics really do have a hardened heart. And while they may not suffer a heart attack, their heart is seriously in need of repair. Well, I think that leads to the common scientific knowledge is that, you know, stress is really the number one leading trigger for most ailments, you know, heart attacks and things like that for sure. And stress comes from being out of balance with a harmonious relationship with other people. I mean, I see all this rancor and hate having to do with politics going on in our country right now. And honestly, I feel sad about the people who are feeling that way because they can't be happy. The website actually has one of my favorite songs by Little Big Town called, called Happy People Don't Cheat, Happy People Don't Lie. Have you ever heard that song? I haven't. Oh, my gosh. Go to the website. It's on the opening page. Scroll down. I often just go to my own website, <laughs> our own website, and go to the opening page and listen to it. It's one of the most greatest videos I've ever seen because the entire video is all kinds of people laughing and smiling and dancing around. And the beat of the music is just very uplifting and just utterly adorable. If I'm feeling a little down, I'll just go to the website and listen to happy people, listen to the video on my own website, and my day is already brighter. And that's the thing is to surround ourselves with all kinds of means, the music, positive movies, positive videos, positive reading materials, uplifting is going to be how we can be an instrument of change. Rather than feeling hopeless, you know, we're feeding that wolf of hope and good that we talked about earlier. I mean, really why I wrote the book is that I, I wanted this book to be a counterforce to be a way that we can all unite, because actually, let's say everybody in your audience listening to us today says, you know what, I'm going to try that. I mean, try it. Call it your personal experiment. Only 20% of the people keep their resolutions for the whole year anyway, so why not make it an experiment? This is the 1st of January. Say to yourself, you know, I've been listening to Kate and her guest, Elaine Park, and the website, I'll give that again later, and... I'm going to make an experiment out of having in my frame of mind to help others more during this month and just try it and see how your month goes. I mean, see whether you personally feel, because if you do it in January and let's say a whole bunch of people in your audience, then there's going to be, it's kind of like prayers, you know, they get into the spirit and 
So if everybody's in the spirit of giving, it grows. So that if everyone is in the spirit of that monthly habit during that month, it's going to gain momentum in a way that no other thing that I know of that has been able to gain momentum in a positive way and perhaps give the, the wolf of fear a run for his money and start to turn things around. But we'll all be doing it together. The really cool part. Yes, because one or the other is happening. It's just, yeah. that's just life. That's the way it is. So to be conscious and make a choice, a conscious choice about what we're going to think and which wolf we're going to feed, that is going to make the difference in how we feel, how we live our life, and what we do for the world. Right. And what better day of the whole year to be kind of, I'm going to use the word philosophically, thinking about this, you know, thinking about the big picture and where you personally fit in the big picture. You know, what better day than the 1st of January to actually be thinking about that and to say, maybe I will make an experiment with my own life and try being conscious of helping others more in January and see what happens. And I'd add to that, too, that if anyone thinks, oh, well, it doesn't matter about me, I'm just this one person, I bring it down to a very simple level of thinking about a puzzle. If even one piece of that puzzle is missing, the puzzle isn't complete. Oh, I love that. Right? Each piece is so important. So I think we need to take heart from that and know I count. I am important. I make a difference. Right. That's why I feel the 12 habits is sort of an integrated approach to kindness Mm. and goodwill because it helps us not only develop our giving sensitivities, but it also helps us develop the other aspects, being grateful and being positive and, you know, not being negative and divisive and being patient. Think about the road rage that wouldn't happen if people were more patient. So because these are the 12, I call it the 12 aspects of the golden rule, really. We've had the golden rule for 4,000 years, but we haven't managed to really make it the dominant theme in civilization yet because the golden rule, you can't just do it. So that's why I broke the golden rule down into these 12 things. You know, you can actually help someone. You can actually spend a month thinking about uplifting yourself, which is February, you count. You can resolve conflict you might have had with somebody in your life during the month of March. You can do something for the environment in April. So that these 12 aspects of the golden rule make things actionable, that you can really do it. And that's why you can really make change. And so the book, The Habits of Unity, 12 Months to a Stronger America, One Citizen at a Time, is available at all of our favorite book sources. So look for it. But uh, today, perhaps you aren't able to do that. The website, Elaine, really gives us so much information and access to all of the content. Yes. And that's 12habitsforallofus.org. And the 12 is a number And the four is a number. And on that note, Elaine, 
I am hopeful. I'm optimistic. We've taken a half hour to put out positive energy and encouragement into our universe. So let's hope that each half hour throughout the entire year is like that. And we'll make this just the best year ever. I'm absolutely with you 100%, Kate. And I thank you for bringing me on your show as you've done and allowing me the honor of discussing these 12 habits, which have meant so much to me and hundreds of thousands of people in the communities where it's made big changes, you know, to your audience. And I know May is a month to be grateful, but I can be grateful in January too. <laughs> See, it just, all of the habits become just integrated cellularly. Right. Yes. yes, they do. Well, it's yes, they do. it's been an honor and it's been a wonderful journey, but the journey continues. So, yes. So we go forward. We go forward. And remember, I'm saying to your audience, this is New Year's Day. This is a day where you can adjust. It's called adjusting the sales coming about if you're a sailor. This is the day that you can choose to make a decision about your own 2023. And the 12 habits are sort of like a guide to help you uplift and improve and create more happiness in your own life for 2023. That brings us to the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Elaine Park and Sunday Morning Magazine with Allie Katz, attorney. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or to share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Just click on the podcast tab, then either of the show names, and then look for the guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of self-reflection and taking the first step in making 2023 be our year of being our best self. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning.